We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Brewers come uh, from a couple of wins. They knock off the Chicago White Sox. Now they come back home to the confines of Miller Park where they hope to uh, get even healthier offensively. Their starting pitching has been solid. Their bullpen at times has been a little bit suspect, but it's been the offense that's let them down more often than not. Meanwhile, the Reds, they've uh, had some offense. Their starting pitching has been stellar, but their bullpen has been, uh, for the most part, the Achilles heel. To talk more about it, our good buddy uh, from uh, ESPN 1530 in Cincinnati, Mo Egger now joining us. Mo, how you been, pal? Great, Bill. What's going on? Well, this is it. this is it. We're just hoping uh, we're seeing that the Cubs and Cardinals series uh, today, at least, has been postponed because of another positive COVID test. But knock on wood, nothing's happened between our two teams as of right now. But tell me about this Reds team that just uh, it seems like their bullpen has just been imploding. Yeah, the bullpen's been a major major issue. You know, they've they have the best starting pitching ERA in the National League, uh, and for the most part, the starting pitching has been really really good they've lost a number of games in which they've either blown a lead uh, that their starting pitcher left with or that they simply couldn't hit support the starting pitcher reliever came in gave it up and and it's been guys that have track records you know there's there's always some um iffiness if you will when you get to the middle innings and you bring in a guy who's you know maybe a fringe roster guy or you know long reliever but i think the frustrating thing for a lot of reds fans is it's been proven relief pitchers michael lorenzen has a track record but he hasn't been very good rice Iglesias has a track record recently has thrown the ball better but you know he's been the culprit at times the middle relief has been at times a disaster and the offense has been a problem, and this team's inability to generate, you know, runs when they're not hitting the ball out of the ballpark is is a problem, and you know. But I think that the most frustrating thing has just been the the inability to win well pitched games, games in which their starting pitcher gave them six or seven really good innings, and uh, and the bullpen, you know, couldn't couldn't deliver. And I think that's the, the main reason why this team is staring at a five and eight record heading into this weekend in Milwaukee. So. Uh... I mean, the, the starting pitching has been simply fantastic. But you guys have also had, you look at a guy like Moustakas who got off to a hot start and then uh, got into the illness protocol and then comes back with an injury. You've had a, a scare up uh, of the coronavirus of your own. Has it just felt like it's been kind of herky-jerky getting this thing going? Yeah, I think that's the best way to put it. Um, they haven't been, and, and a lot of teams are dealing with this, but they, they haven't been whole since opening day. You know, when they had everybody, and it was, you know, night two, Matt Davidson comes down with a positive COVID-19 test. It turns out he never had COVID-19. He tested negatively subsequently nearly a dozen times. Um, they've had to play without Mike 
uh, here over the last couple of games because of a mild injury. But but beyond that, the guys who have been in the lineup, you know, simply haven't produced. Uh, Eugenio Suarez hit 49 home runs last year. He looks like he's trying to hit the ball out of the ballpark every single swing. He looks overmatched. Dude is hitting below 100. They acquired Shogo Akiyama from Japan. The, the idea was, you know, he was going to give them a table setter at the top of the order. That hasn't happened. Joey Votto hit homers in two of their first uh, in their first two games. He is significantly cooled. You know, Castellanos has paid dividends. He's he's swung the bat really really well. He's he's provided some pop, but across this lineup, it's it's up and down. And it, it's one thing when you know you, you have a team that's got a bunch of guys who you know can hit the home run and you're coming up empty it's it's another thing entirely i think when you sought to really improve your team's ability to to get guys on base and that hasn't happened either their team on base percentage is 310 that's below league average um almost 25 percent of their hits are home runs which i think illustrates how feast or famine this lineup is um, and then you, you compound those issues with the bullpen, the bullpen's problems. And then when your bullpen is struggling and your offense is struggling, you're either not able to come back from deficits or you're not able to add to leads or not able to get the big hit late. So it, it's been frustrating, and it, it's, it's sort of um, exacerbated by the fact that for the first time in a while, as you well know, Red fans went into the season thinking they had a legitimate chance. Um, that was, excuse me, that was it. When we were down at spring training, there was optimism from the fans. And as I walked around, uh, with some of the, uh, we'll say broadcast, excuse me, uh, broadcast teams and other people kind of in the know, they thought, eh, maybe there should be a little bit more cautious optimism there. Did you feel the same? It was funny because, you know, back in January and February, the consensus was this is maybe an 85 win team. And in a division that's like, likely to be really hotly contested, where it looks like there doesn't appear to be a clear-cut favorite, maybe you know they can sneak into the playoffs. And then the shutdown happened. And then it was, you know, nobody added to their team during the shutdown. But when we saw what the season was going to be like, and all right, we're going to play 60 games, there was this infusion of optimism and – most of it seemed to revolve around the fact that we were going to have a DH this year. And yeah, to a degree, I get it. The Reds have a team full of DHs. Um, but I think in the three weeks leading up to the season, the expectations were a little more outsized than they should be. Um, they do have the soft landing, like everybody does, of a 16-team playoff. And so, you know, getting off to a 5-8 and eight start doesn't kill you the way it might in, in a normal year. Uh you know, that kind of thing. But, yeah, I think to a degree the expectations were a little more inflated than they should be. But, you know, I think a lot of that was based on, hey, this team's starting staff has a chance to be really good. They have four former All-Stars. They have a really good front three. And I think the frustrating thing is that's played out the way fans thought it would. Their starting pitching has, for the most part, been really good. They've had some injuries but not to their top three guys, not to Trevor Bauer, Luis Castillo, or, or Sonny Gray. Um, and yet, here they are, five and eight. They're not hitting. The defense is not that good. The bullpen has been a problem. And uh, here they are staring up at a deficit, looking up at three teams in the NL Central. Yeah, the amazing thing is is they are 28th in team batting average. And hitting 198 as a team, but yet they are seventh overall in home runs. So when you talk about feast or famine, this team certainly has the power. They're just not putting guys on ahead of them. 
No, you're right. I mean, that's, I think that's the biggest issue. I, I, I wrote a long piece before the season started asking a series of questions for the year. And, and one of them was, you know, can, can Shogo Akiyama, who's the player they acquired from Japan, um, can he solve their issue with getting on, guys getting on base at the top of the order? And, and, and you know, Bill, you've, you've followed this team for a while. In, in, in my adult life, I, I think that there have been, you know, two constants. One has been my social awkwardness, and, and the other has been the Reds' never-ending search for a leadoff hitter. I mean, if you go back over the last 20 years, it's it's remarkable how bad they've been at that spot. Um, and I think a lot of people thought this year, Shogo comes over from Japan. He got on base 40% of the time over the last three years. Probably not going to get on base that often here, at least in year one. But you kind of thought maybe they have a guy who can set the table. And then if, if Vado can even go back to what he was two years ago, you have a one-two punch at the top of the order that should set the table. That simply hasn't happened. And then, you know, when you're not hitting and you're in a lot of close games, it highlights the little things. And one of the concerns that people had about this team coming into the season was team defense. And I downplayed that a little bit because I thought, A, they have a staff that doesn't give up a ton of contact, and B, they've really invested in you know metrics that help them position their fielders. That said, they've given up more unearned runs than any team in the National League. And it's not just errors. It's allowing preventable runs to score because you give up an extra base or you mm-hmm. don't turn two at second base when you might end an inning. Things like that. They're, they're not a good base running team. And when, when you're mashing and you've got a bunch of guys hitting the ball out of the ballpark and you're getting lights out relief work, these things don't matter as much. But when, when you operate with a small margin for error, which is what you do when you don't hit and your bullpen's not very good, suddenly those little things where you give away outs, or give away preventable runs, those become big issues, and especially with the defense. And, and I, 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 think, I think it's very fair to wonder if, if that you know, is, is going to catch up to them, even when they do start hitting, even when they do start winning more games. In a big situation, can they make a key play in the field? As much as we overlook defense in this sport, I, I think that's a bigger issue than, than even I would have given it credit for being before the season started. Yeah, this is a team that in the Reds that uh, is, is 11th best at hitting with runners in scoring position. It's just getting those guys in scoring position has been so much troublesome. Um, but I look at it this way. You're talking about playing in Cincinnati. Usually the hitting is a little bit behind the pitching once the season gets underway. So in the next two weeks, which you may not have that kind of time if you lose more ball games, but in the next two weeks, you're re- I think you're really going to find out offensively where this team is, right? Yeah, look, I mean, the one thing you can say is after after this weekend, there, the schedule has a lot of Pirates and Royals on it. Now, granted, um, in, the, in the Central, everybody plays those teams. But, uh, all right, even if you're looking up at the Chicago Cubs going, I'm not sure we can catch them, I think they've got a bit of a decided advantage, as does every team in the NL Central, against teams in the East and West, and that, you know, the Pirates are awful, the Royals are terrible, the Reds are going to play them a bunch. They've missed their chance against the Tigers because they played them six times and only won three of those games. But if, if, if I think they look at it and go, okay, we've got two of our best three starters pitching this weekend. Um, if we can get out of Milwaukee uh, and, and, and not dig ourselves into an even deeper hole, the schedule and the pitching we face over the next week and a half is going to be forgiving enough that maybe we can get something going. Um, that sounds easy. But, you know, a lot of people two weeks ago would have said this team's going to get off to a hot start because they play the Tigers a bunch of times. And 
Detroit beat them three out of six. So who knows? But yeah, I, I think I, I think over the next week, week and a half, we'll get a firmer idea of what this team's going to do this year. I, I refuse to believe that some of the the numbers you look at from from some of their hitters are, are going to be what they. I have, I have a hard time believing they're going to be in two weeks or in a week and a half what they are right now. Eugenio Suarez is not an 091 hitter. Uh, they will hopefully get Mike Moustakis back. But um, it's a shortened season. A 5-8 and eight start is different when you're playing 60 games uh, than when you're playing 162. And so they can ill afford to uh, to put themselves even further back, which I think highlights the importance of, of playing well at Miller Park this weekend. Mo, great stuff as always. Stay safe. I look forward to seeing you down the road uh, sooner rather than later, and then we'll talk again, okay? I hope so. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate it, pal. Talk to you soon. There you go. Mo Agar from ESPN 1530 down in Cincinnati. And uh, you can find his stuff, as a matter of fact, uh, over there on Twitter, at Mo Agar1530. You can find him there. A great guy. Good to talk to all the time. And uh, he joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 80-plus years. They've been doing it. Call them 844 Go to schneiderjobs.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.